This is the MDRT Podcast. Sometimes it can be difficult to tell if a client is right for you. During a conversation at MDRT headquarters before the pandemic, Alain Poirier from Montreal, Canada. Terry Kruger, Syracuse, New York. Mark Olson, Austin, Texas. Describe moments when clients have expected too much or offered too little information and shown the importance of working with people who fit your needs and priorities. My first interview process with a potential client is to figure out whether or not financially it makes sense to work with them, but more importantly, whether or not I like them. If I find that I don't like somebody, I don't want to work with them. And we're in a business where we get to choose who we work with. And I always let the potential client know that the purpose of this meeting is for them to see whether they like us and trust us. And then also for me to see if I like them and trust them. If they maybe aren't quite the most honest person, we had someone that looked around and said, this isn't being taped, right? And I said, why do you ask that? Well, I've been cheating on my taxes for the last 10 years and I'm not going to stop. Well, that is not a good client for me. It didn't matter that he had millions of dollars. That was not a client I wanted to work with. So we didn't. And that's really what we're looking for there to determine whether or not someone is a good client. We never will tell someone they can't be a client because they don't have enough money. That's definitely not one of the things that we really look at, but whether we like them and can trust them is key. So cheating on taxes is an easy no. Has there ever been a time where you weren't sure if a client was right? My business partners and I, we had decided to take on a client and it seemed like they were really motivated to do work and to make financial changes, but they wanted us to change a number of ways that we were going to do things. And we did bend and do some of the things the way they wanted us to do. And it was a horrible relationship that lasted a year. We fired them after a year. And looking back on it, we definitely shouldn't have taken them on. The fee that we charged them was far too little for what we had to put up with in the course of that year. And it was a huge mistake that we made taking them. And they were honest and very nice and all of that, but the things that they were doing and the way they wanted to interact was just so far from where we normally were. And so that taught me, again, not to change my process because of a specific client. If they don't fit my process, then they're not the client for us. So that was a mistake that we made taking that client on. I think in the past when I started, there was one client, like uh, we asked him like to just move to find another advisor because that was our biggest client at the moment. But he was asking us like a lot of time, calling us like two, three, four times per day. So we just talked to him and sent him an email to say like, that's not their expectation. You're taking too much of our time, even if you're big clients for us. And we asked him like, you want us to help you find a new uh, advisor or something like that? And the client said to us, just let me think about it. He called us like two weeks later. And so, okay, I won't call anymore. I just want to stay with you guys. So sometimes when you say the real thing to the clients, I think they're just going to understand and they're going to stay with you guys. We have a, another client where we had met with her. She came to the meeting 
not having completed all of the homework that we normally would have them do, but because of her net worth and her eagerness, we said we think it's worth working with her. And we came to find out later that she actually, a few years earlier, had had a full comprehensive financial plan done, which she then brought to us. And we could see all of the advice that she had not followed any of. And that right then should have been the time that we left. So we now have added questions about whether or not someone has ever had a formal financial plan ever completed. And if they did, then we want to see it. We want to see what was the advice. Did they follow? Because if they're not going to follow it, that's not a good client. It's not good for us to collect fees and not implement any of the actions. There's no job satisfaction in putting everything down that a client ought to be doing and then they don't do it. Even if they're willing to come back and pay you a fee again the next year, if they're not going to follow the advice, it's not worth the time and there's no job satisfaction. And we work a lot. We want to make sure that we enjoy and value what we're doing. And once you start kind of giving in on those things, I think it puts you in a bad spot. I have similar situations when I have one of a couple that comes to me and they'll be very hesitant to share with me what other assets that they actually have. Do you have life insurance? Well, yeah, sure. Well, how much? I don't know. And they'll give you these short, brief answers. When I have that, if I have an account, maybe I'll service that account but I'll also meet with them only once a year. I'm not going to go too deeply into trying to extract that information. And so in trying to get the full financial plan done, if they're not willing to give me the information that I need, I almost respect that. And I'm not going to waste their time. I'm not going to waste my time and move forward with just the the account in front of me. I will mention to them, I do all these other things. One of the things that I like to do is document all of your life insurance policies. I like to document where everything is. One, if we're gonna talk about life insurance, I need to know where everything is because it's going to affect how much life insurance you need. The other is if anything happens to you, even if it's that free $1,000 life insurance with a credit union, I want to know it exists because I want your family to be able to come to me and in their moment when they're not thinking clearly, they're very emotional that I can say, okay, these are the companies that we need to contact. Here are the forms to fill out. They don't have to think about a thing. So in the process of meeting with them, I may hand them a folder and say, this is the information I'm looking for, but I've stopped wasting my time in trying to extract that information if they're not going to willingly provide it to me. That's the end of this month's episode. If you'd like to subscribe, you can find us on SoundCloud and Spotify at MDRT Podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.